Hi, I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection. The connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I wanna hear your stories. I wanna share your stories. Great. Well, hello there. This is Delene Allen, Network equals your net worth. And I am totally thrilled. One of my sheroes here, Mary Jane Copps, has been writing her own paycheck since 1985. First as a freelance journalist and then launching a North American marketing company in 1987. She embraced her alter ego, the phone lady in 2006, and has worked with over 700 clients, training over 14,000 individuals how to communicate effectively on the phone, by email, and on camera. She has been profiled as a communications expert by the Wall Street Journal, National Post, the Globe and Mail, CBC, CTV, Global, as well as other publications, television, and radio outlets throughout North America, including my favorite, a very silly skit on this hour has 22 minutes. She is also the author of uh, the phone book, my favorite, Essential Telephone Communication Skills, and writes a weekly blog on all things phone. In May 2016, Mary Jane was awarded the National BDC Mentorship Award through Futurepreneur Canada for her work with young entrepreneurs, helping them grow their businesses and maximize their impact on the economic growth of Atlantic Canada. Yay! Currently, Mary Jane is in the midst of introducing a new brand that embraces all of the communication skills she studies, writes about, and teaches. Watch for the consistent appearance of Inspire Conversation in 2021. Well, let me tell you, Mary Jane, number one, I love your book. But number two, and even more important, that I so admire what you're teaching people. I grew my very first business and had a phone uh, not only attached to a wall, but when people actually talked on it and even didn't like it back then. But tell me how you got started on these, this journey and what connections have helped you grow to the phenomenal brand that you are. Wow. Um, well, I probably like you, I mean, the journey is a lifelong one, isn't it? Um, so like many of our contemporaries, I grew up in a house with a wall phone in the kitchen with that really long cord on it so that my mother could walk from the kitchen to the dining room, the living room, etc. Right. And um, the phone was more important in that home than the television because the television only had two channels on it. Yes, I'm ancient. Um, but the the phone was something that was part of everyone's life and you grew up understanding an etiquette for that as a child if you answered the phone you had to behave a certain way but then as you grew up this is how you reached your friends 
uh, every teenager talked on the phone and fought with their parents about being on the phone too long, etc. So the phone was a big part of our lives. And I think, as I say, it's the same for, for all of our contemporaries. Um, but then it ended up having a big role in my career. I put myself through university as a receptionist and then an office manager in a real estate office, which then led to, uh, once I finished my education, becoming a real estate journalist for the Globe and Mail and a couple of other national magazines in Toronto. And the phone is, plays a huge role when you're a journalist. And then I started my own business and um you know it 1987 was the start of that um uh, business and you didn't reach people by email at all you had to pick up the phone so learning how to not only uh, for myself learn how to sell but to manage a sales force and teach them how to uh, improve their skills and improve their communication that's that's the line and then I sold those shares in 2001, helped a friend start uh, or grow, I shouldn't say start, but grow his software business. And he really encouraged me to start a second business, which wasn't on my agenda, but um, yeah. And here I am, I'm the phone lady. And somebody though, saw your full potential, dreamed a bigger dream or, change the course of your life through encouragement? Well, that, uh, that good friend who, who, um, whom I helped grow a software business, I was taking some time off. So I was only working with him a couple of days a week. And I did that for maybe two years. And then he, I said to him, okay, I got to go. I, I, I got to get back to work. I got to get a job. And he said, no. He said, you need to start another business. And I said, no, I don't want to do that. And he said, well, you have to. You have to teach people what you know about talking on the phone. And I said, well, that's not a business. That's common sense. And he said, no, it's not. <laughs> he said, let's do this. You stay here with me. He had a two-room office. He said, you stay here. You use my phone line. We'll even use my company name for a while. And you test the marketplace. And I wouldn't have done it without that. I wouldn't have taken the risk, I don't think. Um, but I sent out 10 brochures, uh, printing them on his dot matrix printer and got six jobs right away. And so without his support in that moment, I, there wouldn't be a phone lady. Wow. So really, when you think about that, because a, a lot of people to take that first step is the hardest. Mm -hmm. But boy, when somebody believes in us, Mary Jane, amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So you got six out of 10. That's phenomenal. And so where did you go from there? Well, so then you have to dig in like all entrepreneurs and say, okay, well, can I can I actually make a living at this? And um one of the ways that I found clients, and I was sharing this with a group uh, uh, I was teaching on the weekend, was I used um, job sites like a career beacon or whatever. And I would look at jobs, job listings. And if a company was looking for inside sales reps, then I knew they were a potential client. 
So that's how I got started. I would, I would phone those companies and explain what I was doing and I would grow it from there. And then another very influential person here in Halifax was um, Sheila Blair-Reed. Uh, at the time she owned Metro Guide Publishing. And I approached her about training her salespeople, but she said, well, I don't, I don't know that they, we need that right now. She said, but I'm going to be launching a brand new magazine. Would you sell the ads in the first few issues? And I thought, well, sure. Why not? And that was, that turned into, I'm going to say a six or seven year relationship. Um, where I was employed on contract to sell ads in various magazines for them. Um, and when the time came when print advertising was losing, it took more time to sell the ads. Um, I had to choose between that, which was a 30 grand a year contract and saying goodbye and focusing on the phone lady. So um, one December I said, I'm sorry, I have to, I have to stop and focused on the full lady full time. A couple of things that I'm hearing here. Number one, again, one person, right? And you, even though perhaps at the time that wasn't really where you wanted to go, but it served a purpose. And I'm sure through that, you must have built up some pretty phenomenal connections with all I the businesses. Did. I did. So just if we think about it, um, and I, again, it's, it's, you can visualize it locally. Uh, that's where I've met all my connections in the tourism industry, for one example. And they have been strong supporters of the phone lady working, at, you know, teaching at hotels and spas and so on. So definitely growing my network that was a huge that had a huge impact huge. but also the fact you were flexible enough to realize if you were teaching other people how to do it that was a great opportunity paid you well while you were also progressing yeah. in your business so win-win yeah. do you ever find that there are some people who are just so rigid that they won't even take a second thought at that like listen if somebody's offering you something listen I think it's hard because certainly people tell me I am rigid. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, no, and it's true because in, in the way I'm rigid is that I make a plan. So I will make a plan for today, for example. And if I get thrown off that plan, I find that difficult. Um, but listening for opportunity is something also I teach that if we can stop those little voices in our head when someone else is talking to us, and really listen, the opportunities are always there. Um, but sometimes we allow those voices in our head to talk louder than the person which we're having the conversation. Exactly. Because really, when you think about having sold the ads for um, the, the magazines, how long you said six or seven years you were doing that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I'd have to go back and check, but it was it, it was definitely more than three yeah. or four years. Yeah. Yeah. So could you have ever found likely could you have ever found likely as an effective way to have made those connections unless you were selling those ads? No, probably not. I probably the company would have the phone lady would have grown differently without the impact of that relationship. Yeah. And again, you know, what it taught me, which I still do, is that I had to keep selling 
in order to teach selling. So um, previous to this year, uh, I would take on a big cold calling project for one client a year, just so that I know for sure what I'm teaching is still valid. And then with the arrival of, of COVID in our lives, um, my business hit a bit of a stall, not a major one, but a bit of a one. And so I've been cold calling for myself again. And uh, yeah, and it's good. Yeah. And yeah. even back to, let's say, when, when you or I first started our businesses, the phone still can be magical, can it? Well, it, yes, and it's gone through a nice renaissance because of the pandemic, right? Um, we do have this, we have this video opportunity, but we do get tired. This is a different way to communicate and it has a different um, energy that you put into it. Uh, so the phone has, people are recognizing its validity again, those people that have walked away from it. Um, it's conversation is the vehicle where everything happens. It, and you can't have a conversation by text or email because you're not getting the nuance and you don't have that you're not building ideas. You and I are sharing ideas here and we're building on something and you can't do that by text or you can't do it by words on a screen. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and same thing. Not that I, I, I still love the phone. I still love having that human connection, but I must say a plain old phone call today when we can do something like this is, especially if I don't know the person, you, you just automatically we can be uncomfortable initially, but don't you find that that really by the time that conversation, we feel like we know each other a little bit better than that voice on the other end of the, the phone? I haven't experienced that, but only because I think because I'm so comfortable on the yes. phone. Yeah. Right. Um, and I do find uh, last week I did five full hours on camera and I do find that it's, it's tiring. tiring. I find it much more tiring. Than well, especially let's say, cause I'm a person who gets up and walks around. Yes. Yeah, sitting is not. Yeah. So if I could right. do this. Yeah. So now here would be the other thing that I would ask you only based on my experience to see whether you feel the same way that when I got comfortable with the phone, my, my self-confidence in meeting face to face with people skyrocketed that if I could carry the conversation on when it was just, you know, just a phone, um, and actually make a connection, then especially if you've had a couple of connections, then at least when you meet somebody face to face, finally, oh. you already feel like the relationship has started, what would you say to that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, your you already have the connection. And, and maybe that it's a, such a good point, Daylene. Um, is that maybe uh, people are not realizing the depth of the connection you can create by phone or by a vocal connection. Exactly. Right? Even if you were doing this, but without cameras on, that conversation, you really do. What I, what I tell people is, because we don't have the distraction of body language on a phone call, um, we can really focus on the words and the sound of those words. And our hearing is amplified in the same way as if we were blind. 
So we actually really hear the nuance of what people are saying, their tone of voice. We can determine if a silence is a question or if a silence is assent, you know, a meaning yes, because that's all we have to do is listen. So it, it really is powerful in that way. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So also, again, I could pick up the phone, dial somebody I did not know, actually engage in a conversation that um, when I, not only when I met them in person, but I felt overall than when I met somebody on the street or met them at an event, my confidence in speaking to them certainly was enhanced. Do you feel that way too? Absolutely. And look, we all, um, as human beings, we have a judgment track. All of us do. And it's always on. So sometimes our judgment uh, gets in the way of meeting really wonderful people because of how they look. And on the phone, you don't get to do that. Now, can I, do I have time to share a very funny story with you? Yes, yes. It's embarrassing. And I've never shared it before. But anyway, it's funny. Um, so my first business, I was living in Toronto and I spent a long time um, talking to this wonderful client in, I think he was in Newfoundland. I'm gonna say he was in Newfoundland, but maybe not. Anyway, um, it was kind of a snowstorm day in Toronto and only my business partner and I came into the office. So I wasn't dressed in any business type way. Um, and this would be the mid nineties. So casual wasn't really a thing, but I was very casual. And all of a sudden this person arrived at the door and it was this guy who had kind of, we'd been flirting with each other over the phone and he was so shocked by how I looked that he could not talk to me. He was whatever he had visualized in his mind based on my voice and everything. He had created a woman that didn't look anything like me. And what he saw was too much of a shock for him to recover. He sort of, we had this very awkward conversation and he got out of there as quick as he could and never spoke to me again. And it was so bizarre. I, I was kind of hurt. But at the same time, it points to this fact that the phone is very neutral. You, you don't have to deal with any, any judgments there in the physical. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, let's say when, when I think back to years and years on the phone, um, I love the fact that I could deal all across Canada. So some nights I might drive home from Moncton or Fredericton late at night, just because once I finished, let's say I worked with Mary Kay, once I finished an event, I was so pumped up. And I used to love it to be like, okay, well, it's eight, eight o'clock in Ontario. I can still call Ontario. Okay, it's it's now um, eight o'clock in Alberta. And I used to say, I wish I knew people in Hawaii when it was really late, because you, you'd kind of go, okay, well, I can't call anybody else. Unless I, I had a couple of nurses who worked the back shift the hospital but thank goodness for um bluetooth because i certainly shouldn't be driving with you know holding the phone next to my head but time change certainly could you give us any tips on phone calls emails or whatever texts um through time changes you know well it, it's interesting so like you um 
I used to, and you will understand this, but for, for your young audience, they'll go, what is she talking about? At the beginning of the phone book, there was a map. Do you remember? Yep. And it had the time zones on it. And I would always have that taped up on the wall near my phone so that I could remember what the time zones are. And today what I do in the morning is I um, tap into world clock every day and I have it up so I can keep track of what the times are right across the country. And I do have clients in England and Australia and Thailand even. Um, so keeping track of time zones is important. And one key here is make sure if you're speaking to a client in a different time zone that you don't say, you know, we'll meet at one o'clock my time. No, take responsibility and speak to them in their time. Oh, great point. Right. And what I found when calling out West, let's say I was calling it to Vancouver, I would leave the message and say, I will make sure that I'm available until three o'clock your time, which would be seven o'clock here. But they appreciated that so much. They would call me right back. Excellent. So it's, it's, you know, there are little interesting things that people hear you're making an effort and that, that has a, a big impact on them huge yeah those are great tips two people that made a major impact in your life and look where you are today so mary jane as you progress in your business was there a time that maybe even 10 years ago you looked at things a little bit differently or 15 that you just woke up one day and said okay light bulb went on or someone said something to you well i mean i think that's continual that continues to happen. So um, there's been so many moments. One really fun moment, I think, was um, through one of our local business associations. I um, phoned a contact with one of the banks one year and said, what are you doing for small business week? And can we maybe do something together? Wow. And she said, well, yeah, I think so. I don't have much of a budget. And I said, I don't think that matters. I just want to make sure that I'm participating. And she said, well, could you go to Charlottetown? And I said, yes. She said, okay, well, we're thinking we'll do a breakfast in Charlottetown, but we can't pay you very much. And I said, that's fine. Don't worry. You know, that's great. I'll dig up some more business in Charlottetown while I'm there. So we did, I did a breakfast workshop in Charlottetown for Small Business Week, and she had actually never sat in on one of my trainings. So she was like, this is what you do? Oh, so she ended up telling her regional VP and asked me if I would just do a 15 minute presentation when the next time the regional VP was in Halifax. That has led to seven solid years of work for that bank. One phone call. One. Yep. Yep. And um, has taken me to Calgary, has taken me to Vancouver, has taken me to Toronto. Um, and that regional VP, she was the one that said, well, Mary Jane, I can't pay you to travel all over Ontario for me. So we're going to have to do this as a teleconference. And I went, oh, how do I train by teleconference? 
anyway, she took the time to help me create my first teletraining, which of course then allowed me to switch into video training very quickly. And um, unlike a lot of my colleagues, I've been training then online for five years. And um, yeah, I owe both those women a lot in terms of the growth of my business, yeah. Well, but, but here's the other part. They wouldn't have kept you coming back unless you added great value. Well, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but again, yeah. it's the opportunity. So I remember being in a hotel room in Fredericton, I think, um, with talking to the regional VP and her saying, well, Mary Jean, I'm sorry, but, you know, we don't have a budget to pay you to travel. And, and, and she said, how else can you deliver the training? And I'm like, I don't know. But it was being open enough to have the conversation with her and figure out and say, okay, yes. I can do this as a teleconference. I will figure it out. Exactly. And sometimes when I'm training entrepreneurs, they worry in advance. And I always say, well, run into the problem first. And when you get there, we'll figure it out. There'll be people available who'll help you figure it out. Well, a very important thing, say yes and figure it out. Exactly. But say yes and keep the door open, yeah. you know, and same thing. So again, one phone call, boy, if you added up what that phone call was worth. Now you likely made a bunch of other phone calls that same day or, or within a few days talking about that, but didn't matter. You, you got the response that you needed and it began. The, the connection began. And the interesting part that that person obviously had a high enough level at the bank that they did not appreciate, you know, you spend all this money on different kinds of training, but if they can't communicate effectively, you've, you've wasted your money. Haven't you? Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely opened uh, a lot of doors and um, also working with um, uh, a SaaS company, software as a service company here in Nova Scotia. And, um, their salespeople were not doing well. And in the end, they, I went in to help them figure out how we could improve sales. And in the end discovered um, that they didn't have a product that was viable. It's a long story, so I won't get into the whole story. Um, and was very direct with them about that. So it was a three month contract. It took me 30 days to sort of, well, it took me 30 days to identify the problem. And I sat in their office and I said, here's what the numbers indicate is that um, you, you don't have a target market the way, you know, the original founders of this company thought you did. It doesn't exist. And um, that's why your salespeople aren't making any money. And you don't need me anymore. <laughs> so I'm not going to hold you to the three month contract. And, you know, and they looked at me and they said, oh my God, thank you. We were really dreading to tell you that, you know, we were, we were going to ask, we were going to fire you. <laughs> I said, no, it doesn't make sense for you to pay me anymore. I've solved your problem. And those two people have been such big supporters of me and sent me so much business and connected me to so many individuals uh, in the U.S. and so on, that that moment of really being direct and honest 
again. Always serve you, won't it, Mary Jane? Always serve you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I I can never see you stopping because you have such such a, a great way about you and such a phenomenal thing that so many people need to learn. But I know you've got big plans. So where do you see it going from here? And was there another person who perhaps came into your life that enabled you to think beyond the, the day-to-day? Ooh, 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 so many. Um, but I think I'll land on two people are coming to mind. One is, is uh, Linda Daly here. She's local and she's um, she, amazing. She is amazing. And she pushes me in such a kind way, but she does push me. And the other is Stephanie Coldwell who really pushes me. Um, and you need that in your life, even though you resist it. You need people who are going to push you in a different direction. And um, I don't, you know, I admire Alex Trebek. He's on my mind today because he passed away yesterday. But, um, you know, he worked up to 78 and he loved his work. Um, and my, in my head, uh, 70 was the year I was going to maybe start slowing down. And so I still have that in my head. Um, and I'm, I'm actively looking for what that's going to mean, I guess. And it is in part why I'm transitioning from the phone lady to inspire conversation. So the phone lady brand very much me, right? The logo with the red hair and all that was very me. Uh, whereas Inspire Conversation is more general. So it allows me to work with different kinds of, of um, collaborators, but also really allows me to include everything I do. So my clients know that they can count on me to teach email communication or video communication or internal communication, but that's not obvious from the phone lady logo. So that's the transition I'm in right now. So to a young person and, and let's say a fairly new business person, why is it vital that they learn to use a phone? Well, conversation is where everything happens that's really whether it is face to face but look we're limited right now or on video or on the phone if you're not comfortable talking to somebody in real time if you aren't comfortable with spontaneity you're going to miss out on opportunities but it's an absolute and what I like to say to people who are uncomfortable, and I work with a lot of them, is everything we're good at, we had to practice first, right? Everything, like we didn't learn how to walk without practicing. You don't drive a car without practicing. You don't bake, you don't knit, you don't write anything. Everything we do in life involves practice and, and conversation, talking on the phone doing great video conversations, it all takes practice. So um, make the leap and start practicing. Don't expect that you can pick up the phone and have the skills you need. It is a skill, no doubt about it. It has a lot in common with public speaking. Exactly, yeah. Right. So you do have to practice. 
Absolutely. So then here's the way I look at Mary Jane at this point in life. Don't stop until you have recorded every single thing that's in that brain, because that will serve serve next for generations to come, Mary Jane, because... Yeah, we so much, especially in times of craziness where COVID and things in the world right now, I think we're through the worst of it, but who knows how long this is going to last. And we miss out on so many meaningful relationships if we don't, at least like you said, make that connection. And I will tell you, you know, the old story of is if you look at somebody and you smile, I would say that's the first test, make an eye contact smile. If you don't say something in the next seven to eight seconds, fear sets in, right? And so you might as well say, hi, how you doing? You know, if they don't want to talk to you, they walk away. But it could be that one conversation. Look at those three or four things that have happened in your life. And I know there's a million more, but I'm sure even when you were thinking of those three or four, they're likely just as many that are now coming to mind, which means we could, oh, yeah. yeah, that, that is so strange how we can just randomly, my husband is a very avid fly fisherman and I don't go sit on the river because it drives me nuts, right? Cause he stands there and does this all day, but he connected with a young man and they both took videos of each other catching fish. So it was a lucky day for fishermen. But he told them about Business Network International. A guy has since come to a meeting. So you can make connections for business anywhere. But I'll tell you right now, they're friends forever because they caught fish together. You know, that's like that's like girls at a shoe sale. <laughs> well, and and I I'm I'm gonna add something here too, just to we're we're talking business, but Phone conversations are also valuable for your family and your friends. So um, I come from a pretty um, tough family story. And uh, there's eight years between my sister and I. And so, you know, we had some tough years when we weren't really together, you know. But I don't know. I'm going to say eight years ago, we started calling each other every Sunday. And that's made a huge impact on our empathy for each other, our understanding and how much we get along, right? And I think that's the same for any friend, any family member. Um, the conversation matters. That's where you really get to know somebody and uh, build trust and, and relationships. Wow. And to think you and I can remember back when we called on Sunday because that's when the prices were cheaper. <laughs> that's right. I think that's why we started doing it on Sundays, just because that's where our head was. Sunday's a good day to call. That's a very good day to call family and friends. Absolutely. Um, I have to tell you that when, when uh, COVID originally happened, I thought, okay, who can I reach out to? Who, who do I know who may be could be in a business especially. And so I made the fatal mistake of saying to them, how are you? Okay, because it's important what we say. It's not only the conversation, Mary Jane. But, and so what ended up happening was they actually told me how bad their life was. And then I hung up the phone and thought, I didn't help them. I did them a disservice. So I sat there and said, what could I say that will bring us both up? And so I started to say, I bet you learned something new. Tell me what you did that you didn't think you could do or that you didn't think you needed to do. Or, you know, or I had a friend who used to say, tell me something you learned that you didn't even know you wanted to know. And uh, the conversations were just so much better. You know, we both hung up the phone and felt better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it is like the open-ended questions. I spend an awful lot of time on that um, because that's what inspires the conversation. Yeah. Instead of asking those yes or no questions to really ask people, what do you think? Or tell me more about that, right? That's how we really inspire conversations and get exactly. to share ideas and, yeah. and hear opportunities. Well, and since we have two ears, one mouth, is there a percentage of what we should ask and listen? And Yes, exactly. Well, that's right. Listen twice as much as you. If you're, if you're doing all the talking, you're definitely missing out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yes, start the conversation and more important, keep the conversation going. Yeah. Mary, Mary Jane, I so appreciate you and what you do. And if anybody doesn't have a copy of this amazing book, get it while you can, right? It will change your life for the better. Any last minute things that you'd like to share? Um, hope everybody find if you're if you're nervous in picking up the phone remember that idea that everything you do you know because you've practiced write down three things that you do well because you've practiced and conversation is the same whether it's on the phone or face-to-face -face or video and allow yourself to practice you can start practicing with a friend or a colleague you know well and uh, and allow yourself that opportunity to really talk to people that's where the world really opens up in a big big way exactly thank you so much that was that was amazing Thanks so much for listening. What'd you like best about today's conversations and the connections that lead to miraculous outcomes? Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram and we'll keep the conversations going.